Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here yet again for my Show Me The Science podcast. And I, as I say, I hope you're enjoying them. And I've got a cracker this week. I'm using the word crack because it's about eggs. I can hear Owen laughing in the... I worked on that. The science of eggs. Now, you might think what a strange topic that is, the science of eggs. Eggs are extremely important. Uh, they're important because they get fertilised. And you and I are here because an egg was fertilised and a baby grew from that egg. I'm not talking about that part of eggs, though. I am talking about eggs in our diet. Now, I came across this, and it's a really interesting piece. As anybody who's old-ish like me knows, you know, one week, eggs are good for you. The next week, eggs are bad. And as all these reports in the media, you know, as to whether they're, they're beneficial or not. And it's been very, very confusing for people because many of us would have egg, an egg for breakfast, maybe egg at lunchtime, you know, and there was all these scares about it, you know. And then suddenly a new study comes out, no, they're good, they're good for your health in various ways. What is the truth? Let's see if we can use science to get to the bottom of whether eggs are actually good for you or, or not. And I always liked eggs myself as a child. I used to eat them straight. Many kids hate eggs, of course. Uh, I quite liked a fried egg or a scrambled egg. Uh, and I ate, ate lots of them as a child. Uh, and my, one of my favourite movies has my name in it, Cool Hand Luke. Uh, you may have heard of that. Now there's an opportunity for Owen to put in a sound effect. Um, cool Hand Luke, Paul Newman. Remember that great scene? Like, I'll eat 50 eggs, he says. And we all remember him eating 50 eggs. It was a fantastic scene in that movie. So strangely enough, I've had a long interest in eggs for various reasons. And if you go back over history, clearly we evolved to eat lots of different foodstuffs and eggs were part of our diet. The ancients must have realised they're very nutritious. Uh, we know they're extremely nutritious in terms of protein. So there's a lot of protein in eggs. And they've got a good source of protein. Eat loads of eggs. Again, another movie, Rocky. You may remember that one. And he cracks lots of eggs and, and drinks them raw. Remember that? And again, that's because it was a very good source of protein. So, so we've known nutritionally they've been extremely useful. But the question has been, are they good for you or are they not? Now, go back to the 1960s. And there was a big advertising campaign from the egg industry. And the great phrase was, go to work on an egg. And that was to encourage people in the morning to maybe have a boiled egg. And it was a massive campaign. Very successful, by the way, advertising. Uh, sales of eggs went through the roof and lots of people did go to work on an egg. But then the 1970s, it begins to get a bit darker on the egg front. And studies appear saying that eggs are full of cholesterol. Now, this is actually true. If you measure the amount of cholesterol in an egg, it's much higher, say, per unit weight than in other foodstuffs, certainly much more than in, say, plant-based foodstuffs. Uh, meat would have cholesterol in it as well, of course, but eggs are rich in cholesterol. And that worried people because by the time we get to the late 70s, early 80s, there was the cholesterol hypothesis for heart disease, where if you have too much cholesterol in your diet, it kind of clogs up your arteries and you get a heart attack. And that gave, that gave rise to the use of statins, one of the world's most successful drugs, in fact. Statins stop your body making your own cholesterol. And there is an interesting fact that people mightn't realise. We make cholesterol ourselves in our liver. And cholesterol is all kinds of things in our bodies. Um, it's very important for building the membranes that our cells are made of. For instance, they've got this cholesterol in them. You know, So it's got a normal function. The second thing cholesterol does is, by the way, it's a precursor for many hormones. So, for example, testosterone, oestrogen, uh, glucocorticoids, there are different hormones they are built from cholesterol so we make it, it's, it's a biochemical we make but secondly we eat it as well and the problem is if you eat too much 
and you're making some, it starts to get laid down in these blood vessels, forms a thing called plaque, and that plaque is very dangerous and can give you a heart attack. So when they find lots of cholesterol in eggs, they say, oh, 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 don't eat too many eggs, because that means that will increase the level of cholesterol in your diet. And then people stop eating eggs. Uh, not everybody, obviously, but the sale of eggs goes down because of this cholesterol scare. And in fact, when I was in the lab many, many moons ago, uh, I, I worked on eggs briefly, and I could extract cholesterol from the eggs. You can measure cholesterol. And sure enough, if you want a good source of cholesterol, use eggs and you'll see it there. You know, so this was true. The cholesterol was, was very abundant in eggs. Then we get to the 1980s, mid to late 80s, and it gets even worse for eggs. The reason is salmonella. And Edwina Curry, or as she was called, Eggwina Curry. I'm on fire this morning on my joke. Eggwina Curry said, don't eat eggs. Or she said, there was a controversy about her anyway. She said she would eat an egg. And then there was evidence of salmonella. So she got into hot water, encouraging egg eating when there could have been salmonella in the egg. And salmonella is actually a very dangerous bacteria. Uh, It can kill you, you know. So when they find salmonella contaminating eggs, that means the egg business again is in trouble and sales are threatened by all of that. So by the time you get to the sort of 90s, the vista for eggs in our diet is looking pretty poor. But then in 1999, a very eminent journal called JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, do a huge study. I'm talking about 17 separate reports combined. Three million people studied when you look at all these studies combined. Uh, And all those studies said nothing to worry about here. There was no link with heart disease. Now, that was a great piece of science in my view because, first of all, it was several labs doing it. Uh, It was a culmination of several independent studies, which is always nice to see. Three million people. That's a huge number of people too study and they they looked at egg consumption and tried to correlate the egg consumption of risk of heart disease and there was no correlation. So the link to cholesterol then was just hypothetical, if you will, uh, based on cholesterol being bad for you. But clearly the view then was if there is cholesterol in your diet, uh, uh, in your eggs as a a dietary component, you can metabolise it, you can handle it, it's not a big deal, you know. And that study was very important for kind of getting rid of the risk of heart disease from eating eggs. Now, it's not over yet. There's more and more studies to come. I will give you an update now. Uh, the first study in the 60s, eggs are great. 70s, they're bad because of cholesterol. 80s, salmonella might be in the egg and make you really sick. Late 90s, not, not, nothing to see here. The eggs are safe to eat and won't increase the risk of heart attacks. And then in 2018, a big study um, that was done in China, uh, they showed eating eggs was actually good for you in a way that it decreases risk of stroke which just shows you, you see. So there we had suddenly, the sun is now definitely out, sunny side up for the egg, uh, saying that um, eat the eggs, it'll decrease your risk of stroke, doesn't increase your risk of heart attacks. Salmonella was a bit of a red herring, if you have herring with your eggs. Um, And then basically the the, the game was back for eggs, is the way to think of it. But now, I hate to tell you this, but we're back in trouble again. In JAMA, again, the big journal, they followed 30,000 people for 17 years, can you believe it? And assessed their risk of heart attack and looked at all these different risk factors. 4,500 people had a heart attack in that 17 years out of the 30,000, which is a fair number of people, I guess. Just shows you these kinds of studies, um, you'll you'll observe these sorts of things. And guess what? They did find a link to eating eggs. And for every egg you eat, there's a 2.2% increased risk of having a heart attack. And that seemed to be a very robust study. Now, immediately we're facing a problem here. Why would one study 
of 30,000 people show it is dangerous, and yet the other one with 3 million said it isn't. And this can happen in science. There can be all kinds of reasons for this and sort of what we call confounding variables and maybe some of the science isn't done accurately enough and various things like that. So it's a bit of a challenge. The, the egg story illustrates, actually, how difficult it can be to link a nutrient or something in your diet to some good or bad effect because you get such a range of responses in different people. But then that, that article in JAMA was pretty strong. It did. Imagine calculating for every egg, you get a 2.2% increased risk of some cardiovascular event was the thing. Now, what was great about this then next was these studies were dug into by experts. And remember, we like that. Every time a scientific study gets published, including in my own lab, I want people to dig into it and maybe find flaws or maybe advance it or tweak it. And that's how science progresses. Uh, We need a lot of criticism, a lot of debate in a measured way. I'm not talking about people digging into me on social media for talking about vaccines. That's a different thing. Um, But the fact of the matter is you need good debate. And they dug into these studies and guess what they found? Even though there was a risk if you eat eggs, guess what? The people might have also been obese or they may have been heavy smokers or they may have not eaten enough fruit and veg. So even though they were eating more eggs and that seemed to link into a heart attack, other parts of their lifestyle may have been more responsible for the risk of heart attacks. And also they noticed, and I love this bit, you rarely eat an egg on its own. You'll often have eggs with bacon, won't you? Or sausages. And maybe they're the things that are causing the heart attacks. So these are called confounding variables. Very, very important. So so in other words, it's much more complicated than it seems. You can't single out eggs unless you just get someone to live on eggs almost alone and see if they get heart attacks. And that would be bad for all kinds of other reasons. So that, that study then has become sort of questioned because of these various, um, these as I say, these confounding variables. Now, the average egg consumption per week, here's a factoid for you. Three, the average person eats three eggs a week. Now I eat about two so I'm slightly below average and some people don't eat eggs at all, very importantly but still there's reasonable egg consumption going on and and there had been links to an increase in blood cholesterol which was there, right? And again a great example of an advance a subset of people who eat eggs are at higher risk of heart disease, right? That, that uh, Some of these, the big study kind of revealed that I guess but these were people with a gene variant called APOE4 Okay. Now, APOE4 is in your body. It's involved in handling cholesterol. If you have a bad version of that, the cholesterol builds up and gives you a risk of heart attack. And that's a very important sort of concept here. So let's say you take a million people. Maybe a subset of them will show increased risk of a heart attack from eating eggs. The reason being they can't handle the cholesterol because APOE4 the gene variant for that protein is defective in those people and therefore that's the reason. If you do everybody, you might lose that signal because lots of people haven't got the APOE4 and they're normal, you know. So it turns out one explanation then for this complexity is there may well be a risk from eggs but only if you have a certain genetic background. This is the great, I often talk about this environmental thing, you know, nature via nurture, right? In other words, the nurture here is giving someone an egg. The nature is if you carry APOE4 you might have have a heart heart attack or heart disease. So that link is really, really, you wouldn't see that unless you give the person the egg you see because APOE4 is less able to handle the cholesterol in the egg if you're APOE4 you're more sensitive to dietary cholesterol is the bottom line but that and that's very recent I'm as ever bang up to date what was very nice was though certain plant extracts that are called plant sterols and you may have heard of them you see them advertised they can help you absorb cholesterol so if you eat plant extracts with your egg now the plant extract could be some beans on your plate could be some, uh, you know, mushrooms maybe, some of these plants. Now, some have more sterols than others. Uh, if you eat those with your eggs, that will help you absorb the cholesterol anyway. And as ever, that tells us the importance of a balanced diet. If you live just on eggs, you may have a problem. 
if you eat eggs with some plant, you know, some, some, uh, some, some vegetation as it were, whatever it might be, whatever your favourite vegetable is, that will help you absorb the cholesterol in the egg. More evidence of a balanced diet mean everything. So the bottom line is this. Are eggs good for you? They are overall. If you are APOE4 positive, you might be a bit more cautious because you have trouble with cholesterol. But even if you are APOE4 positive, as long as you take some plant sterols in with the egg, you should be fine and you can enjoy your breakfast. I'd hate this podcast to put people off having your breakfast. And if anybody's eating an egg right now, tuck in and enjoy that egg. So there you have it, the science of eggs. And thanks very much for listening as ever. Uh, My podcast is available for download every Thursday and it's a News Talk production.